Big news from Washington, D.C., actually not tied to the election, a new bipartisan bill that could have perks for everyone from retirees to student loan borrowers, and maybe you. It is Monday, November 1st. Let's talk money with our friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebell, host of the Financial Grown-Up podcast, coming to you from my very grown-up kitchen in New York City. And coming to you from uh, Texarkana, Texas, where we make the Stacking Benjamin Show, I'm Joe Saul Cihai. Here on Money with Friends, we talk about the latest personal finance headlines, add in the insights and wisdom of our fantastic cast of thought leaders, and then we mix in questions and comments from you guys, our money friends, and leave you with a take away to make it your Oh, good news. There we go. Good news, everybody. I just got a, an email this morning from Sandy at NordPass. Says, just want to let you know we have a special cyber deal available on NordPass. So everything was updated. It's a 70% discount as well as an additional month available until the 1st of December. NordPass.com forward slash MWF to grab that. If you need your password manager, great time to get one. NordPass.com forward slash MWF. Uh, we normally, Bobby, don't do politics, but on today's show, there's something making its way through Washington, bipartisan support, and it has to do with your retirement. So let's see which one of our friends is going to help us kick this off talking about maybe a new retirement law. This is Tim from the Faith and Finances podcast. Just like hanging out and chatting about the news, that's why I tune to Money with Friends. So the story comes to us from CNBC by Greg Iacuro. The headline is, New Retirement Bill Has Perks for Seniors, Student Loan Borrowers. So basically what it is, Joe, is it's a new bipartisan bill. It's going to raise the age for, this is, and by the way, it's a bill. This is not law yet, just so everyone knows. This is discussing, not actually happening yet. Um, it would raise the age for required minimum distributions from accounts like 401ks and IRAs to 75 from 72. It would also let workers that are repaying student loans to get, they could then still have a 401k match, even if they're not actually able to save in their workplace plan. It's caused, it's called the Securing a Strong Retirement Act of 2020. And as you mentioned, it is bipartisan. It was proposed by Richard Neal, who's a Democrat, and by Kevin Brady, who is a Republican. So that's sort of the headline and we can get into a little bit more of what's in the bill, but I wanted to throw it to you. Boy, there's, there's so much to like here. If you're somebody saving number one, you know, last year they changed the required minimum distribution, the amount that you have to take out of your retirement plans. Uh, they changed it from st- starting at 70 and a half to starting at 72, moving that to 75 for people that are really good savers. That is fantastic. That's going to save those people a lot of money in taxes. So that's a huge tax cut for seniors. But w- what I like about it most though, Bobby is less the tax cut implications but it acknowledges something that's been happening, which is that, you know, I have, I have somebody in Cheryl's family who passed away last year at uh, 101 years old. And, you know, that's a hundred, that's somebody who was born 101 years ago. People now being born today, you're looking at, at longevity statistics showing people living to be 120, 130 years old. So extending these RMDs to later 
really, I think is counteracting the fact that there's a good chance a lot of people are going to live longer. So I thought, I thought number one, that's good. Another thing that this article doesn't go much into that I really like, we can talk about student loans later, is this idea of opting out of, of a 401k plan and being immediately invested into a target date fund that is being expanded if this passes so that more companies, if you go to work for a company, you will have to opt out of being automatically invested in a target date fund for yourself, which I think you see study after study showing that that has been a great thing for savers. People generally do nothing. And if that, when they had to opt into a 401k, they wouldn't do it. But if you have to opt out, they still, it, it preys on the fact that we're lazy and <laughs> helps us, helps us save more money. I absolutely love it. Right. So the default is that you're going to be invested and they're going to put you in a target date fund. And that's a really good thing because especially with young people, they'll often either not sign up because they feel that they have to do other things like pay down student debt first, or they sign up, they put money, they take money out of their paycheck and then it's not necessarily invested. And so it does both of those things, which is also really important. Um, it also gives incentives. These are some of my favorite things. It would give incentives or allow businesses, I should say, to use financial incentives like gift cards to encourage workers to save in a 401k. I think that's really interesting. Well, a lot of small companies have this problem where the owner can't put money into it because the program is what's called top heavy. Meaning that that um, people that make a lot of money for a company save, but people that are maybe newer workers or don't make as much money don't save at all. And and so companies have to get people saving and companies, sometimes small companies. And I used to go into these companies and talk. They would struggle. They would have me come in and talk to the about the benefits of a 401k because people would not put money in. So, yeah, but being able to use an incentive to help people do it. Um, yeah, it's really the other crazy thing is oh, a lot of people often they switch jobs and they forget and people are switching jobs more and more. They actually believe it or not, they forget about the money. And so part of this bill will have sort of a lost and found system that'll pair workers with a 401k accounts that they might have accidentally forgotten or left behind. And we're I'm laughing about this, but like lost money happens. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. It I think uh, I think uh, that's all exciting. What about the student loan part of this? I'm not really sure, and, I, and I've tried to read about how that would actually work. So even if you even if you're not contributing because you're paying back your student loans, you'll still get the company match. But are companies required to do that, uh, uh, or is like I'm unclear of that part? I think that's not clear yet, but the idea being that maybe they found that the most common reason people were not able to contribute was that they had to meet these student loan debt obligations and maybe they would they would say, okay, the company still will give you the match. Yeah. It, I don't know whether it's required or not is not clear, but maybe that would be the, um, it would have to be a requirement because otherwise why would companies do it? Yeah. I, so, yeah. I, I, and I don't know if I like that or not. I mean, I haven't, I haven't really thought through whether, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, 
I think that paying off your student loans is an, is an important thing, but I also like having to have a little skin in the game, you know, um, mm. uh, having to save a little bit yourself for retirement to get that match. I like that as a carrot, but, but, but because well, and here's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of the student loans get repaid and you haven't already built that muscle of saving for retirement. You may say, you know what, I'm going to take a few months off before I start doing this. The human behavior is we, we may not save after that. I don't, I don't know. Well, maybe there's a requirement that you do that. I don't know. Yeah. I think there's, maybe there's a way to work around that. Cause I think that is a valid concern and that could get into a whole big picture discussion about the whole movement from pensions to, you know, defined benefit plans where you get the benefit just for basically being an employee versus now we're sort of on our own and have to fund it and it's contribution based. And that has overall not been that successful, I think. So I, yeah. I don't know whether the old system was better for more people or not. Another thing is that if you have a 401k or IRA that's less than $100,000, you would not have to take distributions, which is good because I think that for many people is not that much money. I mean, everyone has different parameters and different means, but I think that, you know, $100,000 saved for yeah. retirement is not as much as it sounds like. No, just being able to hold on to that nest egg, I think is is a great thing. I also like another piece of this catch-up contributions expanded so that people uh, over age 60 can can uh, possibly contribute more. Obviously, guys, this these rules are going to go through a lot of changes and they'll be massaged and pieces will will happen, pieces won't happen. Maybe the whole thing doesn't happen. But right now, Bobby, the reason you and I are talking about this is according to most sources, this looks like we might have some new rules coming because so many people, so many people realize there's a problem saving and we want to give people more ability to save. Yeah. And I think the other overarching theme of this is it's acknowledging, as you mentioned earlier, that people are living longer and working longer. So, you know, it used to be people were, were sort of winding down their careers between 60 and 65. There's a reason they're having catch up contributions at 60 and allowing longer times for the money to stay fully invested, not having RMDs till 75. It's because this is, you know, our careers are being expanded. The time that we need to work to fund our retirement, which is now much longer than originally envisioned, is much more. I mean, you used to, people would retire at 60 to 65 and they maybe had five to 10 years to pay for. And now look, you know, 101 years old, that's a lot of years to yeah. fund. And, and very often it's comparable. You're talking about 30 years. If you retire at 70, that just was not part of the original math. Right. Almost so a third of your life versus people living two or three years into retirement, people living 30 years into retirement. It's a long, long time. In just a second, Bobby yes. and I will have our takeaways from today's show. But first, as I mentioned earlier, NordPass with a huge deal. But what is uh, NordPass all about? NordPass is a password manager. We lock the passwords. You hold the key. You store passwords in a single place and log into your favorite websites and apps with a single click. With NordPass, access your login credentials on any device. Even when you're offline, you can safely share uh, certain passwords with people that need to know just those passwords. And when you give them the keys to one password, you're not giving them the keys to everything. Most people, even if they've come up with a good password, they use it in multiple places because how can you remember all these different places? Well, NordPass, you'll have different passwords all the time and you can share them specifically with only those people that need to know and give them that one password, not all of them. Big deal on NordPass right now till December 1st, a 70% discount as well as an additional month available. Check it out here, nordpass.com forward slash MWF. That's nordpass.com forward slash MWF. And by the way, thanks to Sandy from Nordpass. Emailed me this morning with that. That's hot. 
That is hot off the off the press. Go get it. Uh, th- that could be a good <laughs> that could be a good uh, holiday present for somebody. Password management. Yeah. Happy password management. Yeah. Good yeah. Stuff. A lot of people are in denial. Of course, I, as we know, was hacked. So yeah. I'm not in denial anymore. No, it, and it can be so, ugly. What is your takeaway from this piece? I give it a thumbs up. Look, this creates more choices for people. And again, it's not law. This is just, you know, a bill. Let's see what happens from what I see so far. I personally don't see any real downsides. I mean, remember an RMD is requirement. You can still get to the money. It's not like you can't have it if you need it or want it. It's just not going to be required. Um, I just hope that it gets enough publicity that if it does pass, people are actually aware of the changes because I think the financial education is an important component of this just to know that. Yeah, I, I'm with you 100%, Bobby. I think that anything that encourages people to save these opt-out rules versus opt-in, um, I mean, that's going to create more savers. I, I like the creativity of the financial incentives, you know, b- b- gift cards to, to, you know, we don't know why people save. Different people save for different reasons. And if a, if a Target gift card helps you save, then, then goodness, let's do it. On the other side, letting people hold on to their money longer. I know that in financial planning, circles. You know, Bobby, the one thing financial planners talk about a lot that the major media doesn't talk about much is this longevity risk that you and I talked about today. It is a huge problem that financial planners are very worried about it. And the fact that with more expanded catch-up contributions, holding onto that RMD money, that last $100,000 and helping people find money that might've been lost because we have more jobs than ever before, right? People move from place to place more often. Love it. Hope it, I hope it passes. And if it does, obviously we've got another headline coming. Very well said. Where, how do people help us make this show? Be part of the show. First of all, be part of our live audience. You can do so. I think the best place is to watch us on YouTube. Go to YouTube and look for Money with Friends and make sure you sign up for, first subscribe and then sign up for the alerts so you know when we are recording. You can also find out in advance when we're recording by going to moneywithfriendspodcast.com and looking at the schedule to see our recording schedule. You can also see um, what recordings, um, what shows are coming up in terms of what's being released and the links to the stories that we discuss. And of course, make sure part of our Instagram party because we do lots of questions and polls and updates on the show on Instagram, which is at Money Friends Pod. Also on Twitter at Money Friends Pod. Big thanks to everybody, by the way, who's uh, written us and has left a review about uh, some of the changes we made on the show. I think people really like the Saturday recap show now. Uh, That's a a change to our format. Coming soon, we're going to have videos. We already have videos, but the videos are going to be edited down and you can be able to watch those in 15 minute chunks as well. Um, And we have some of them already edited over at uh, uh, youtube.com forward slash money with friends. So, but our YouTube channel, Bobby getting to get moving on YouTube. So if you know somebody that needs to be more up on money, wants to have some fun little chats, thanks for telling them about the show. All right. She's Bobby. I'm Joe. She'll be back here tomorrow with Grant Sabatier, the amazing Grant Sabatier back here tomorrow. Bye-bye. This show's created and hosted by us, Joe Salcihai and Bobby Rebel, and it's edited and produced by Ashley Wall. Money with Friends is a product of Money with Friends, LLC, copyright 2020. 
For a list of the thought leaders who appear on the podcast and links to the stories discussed, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. Also, be sure to follow us on social media at moneyfriendspod on both Instagram and Twitter. Look out for our polls and quizzes. You could get a shout out on the show. We're well worth following. We promise. As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or any other videos or podcasts without first talking to your financial advisor. These people on this episode, they're here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I am Bobby. I'm Joe. We'll see you here back next time with another episode of Money with Friends. Bam, nailed it.